Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. You are joined with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have Hannah Bryce, SEO manager at Soak.com. We call ourselves SEO SAS because we are exactly that, your special answering service. Each week, we pick interesting topics. We even have guests along just to debate topics that really matter in the SEO world and literally just get you answers. This show is brought to you by the team at Like Mind Media. Like Mind Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like Aww. you. Thanks, Hannah. So, as a disclaimer, you all notice that we are missing a certain voice and that is Hannah of course she can't be here during this episode so it's a bit weird doing it without her in a weird way it feels like I'm cheating but uh, hey ho so you're just gonna have to deal with my voice but we do have a special guest on this episode which is always very exciting so with us today we have Alexandra Sigwin who is the founder of MyPosio, which is an SEO analytics tool. Good morning. Morning, Sarah. Please tell me I did all right then with uh, pronouncing your name. Yeah, it was actually good. (laughs) I was sweating a little bit because, yeah, (laughs) if you listen to prior episodes, Hannah's normally here to help me pronounce certain words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the, the French names. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How are we doing today? Very good. Thank you for agreeing to be on our podcast. So I've got a few questions to ask you. So yes, I, I, I believe I'll just dive in with the first one. So first off, we'll start with some personal ones about you and then we'll move on to my posio. So first things first, how did you get into the wonderful world of SEO? Mm, I started... Uh, like 10 years ago, uh, working in a web agency okay. as a, an intern. So uh, I had this project, I had to work on a blog project and my boss just asked me, okay, you have to improve the, the visibility of the blog. So, uh, and here I am uh, in the world of SEO, trying to improve the, the this first blog. It worked well, actually. It was about, well done. Uh, it was for a, sorry, a company that is uh, selling uh, uh, books for children. So okay. It worked well, and then uh, here I am in the SEO. Awesome. So 10 years, that's quite a while to be in SEO. So I'm guessing you've seen a lot of change. Yeah, yeah. I started, actually, I think I started like 11 or 12 years ago because it was back in 2008 or something like that. Okay. So you are, are you born in France? Were you born in France? Yes. 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 I'm born in France, a small village, uh, I can say. Okay. Uh, What's, what's the village? Can you say? Uh, West France. The, the village is Laval. Okay, I'm not uh, going to attempt to pronounce that. Yes. <laughs> so uh, what do you like about living in France? Like, sell it, sell it to, to me, as it were. Wine, first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think this is the best, uh, the best thing in France. The food, too, because uh, we love the food and, and the wine is going with the food. Cheese, actually. Cheese, so it's yes. kind of typical of French, uh, but it's, it's, uh, it's uh, the good way. We are central in Europe too, so we can move really fast to all the, the amazing countries we do have in Europe here. So Lovely. I think the, the, the good the good thing to live in Paris and in France. So 
Cool. So obviously you've been over to the UK uh, a few times because that's how I met you. So I met you first at Search Leads and then obviously you were down in Brighton SEO recently. So yeah. what, what do you like about the UK? You know, I, I, I used to work in the UK for my first internship back in 2008. So okay. I, I lived in London like for six months. I pretty loved the, the, the city. Then my brother is living in the UK too. So I've been there a lot of time before we just started to work in the UK. So I, I know the, the, the UK pretty, pretty well. Uh, and I like the, the, like the ambience of, uh, of the people. People are w- really warm. So it's it's really cool to to launch you know the UK market with the company yeah. and to come a lot because I think in the last six months I've been there like twelve times so it's kind wow, of wow cool that's to, quite a few times two hundred yeah sure <laughs> like two times per month or three times per month so it's it's a lot awesome okay so obviously like I said you've spoken at Search Leads and Brighton SEO and Brighton SEO has just been have you got yes. any other speaking gigs coming up like either UK or worldwide actually we are organizing a, a conference in Paris called Lovely. Uh, Love SEO. Right. Um, it's it's way smaller than Brighton and Leeds because we are just attending yeah. maybe 200 people. But it's interesting because it's an international conference. So there's going to be international speakers. So half of the conferences are in English and half are in French. Right. Okay. That's it's, interesting. Center Paris. So um, it's going to be very cool. I think it's like one day. Okay. When um, When is it? In, it's in the 4th of October, so okay. actually it's like in, in two weeks. So I've got some time to convince my boss to uh, send me over to Paris. Sure, sure, <laughs> you have to come. <laughs> Especially for the wine and cheese, even though I, I'm not the biggest fan of cheese, and I mean, that shocks a lot of people, but I'm just going to put it out there. I obviously did, don't want to sound stalkerish here, but obviously knew you were coming on, so I did a bit of research on yourself. And on Twitter, you say that you are a mountain addict. So what's quite funny is Hannah, who's normally on the podcast with me, she's a mountain, she loves climbing mountains, and her and her husband are doing a challenge where they, they're climbing 30 mountains while they're 30, which is... <laughs> which is quite a challenge so yeah what do you like about climbing and what's the highest mountain you've done so i'm like practicing in the mountain both winter and and in spring and summer so i'm like a a huge fan of uh, downhill ski so i'm skiing every year oh wow Uh, okay so it's like the way down (laughs) and and then uh, i am i am with my wife too we are really fond of climbing and and, uh, and and trekking so we are doing a lot of treks like walking 10 or 15 days flipping out uh, yeah we did we did that actually uh last uh, last summer with our son uh, our son is like two years old so we j- we were carrying him so ah. we, we really like that and uh, and the highest we've done maybe it was uh, it was in kyrgyzstan so you will find that on the map <laughs> <laughs> Like 4,000 meters, I think. Wow, okay. Challenging. Very much so, very much so. I know that Hannah's always badgering me to join her on a mountain and climb up a mountain. I'm like, I will do one day. (laughs) One day. Yeah, take your time. (laughs) Start with two days walking, then you can do four, five, ten, then it's going to be okay. You must have quite muscly legs then, legs of steel. Yeah, it it depends, you know, because for 11 months I'm like... uh, 
sitting, working on my computer. And then for one month, I am just right. uh, climbing so and, and trekking. So it's like uh, I have uh, Balances it out. only two months. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So I'm going to move on now to ask you some questions about my posio. So obviously I said, at the beginning of this podcast that my poser is a SEO analytics tool. So can you sort of explain to the listeners what it is you can actually do with the tool and some of the best features of it? Yes. So we started my poser like in 2010. So the tool is nine years old, actually. Okay. We are kind of between a rank tracking tool because we started with two to do the rank tracking uh, online and we are just moving to like a data studio dashboard. So we are between the rank tracking and the data studio. Uh, the thing is we want to help SEO from both uh, brand and agencies to collect, to store, to manage and to use the data. And the thing is use the, the right data at the right moment for the right person is the thing that is very difficult in SEO because you have a lot of different people working on the SEO process in-house or in, in the agencies. So we try to do something really flexible, like to collect all the data that SEO um, want to use from Google, from Search Console, from Google Analytics, from log or crawl tools. We cross everything and we're displaying that in a proper dashboard that is really flexible and, and um that we are building for the client, actually. Awesome. Okay, that, that's a really good overview there. So how would you say that you compare to other tools in the industry, such as SEMrush and Hrefs? Okay, so we are pretty pretty small, actually. It's like a, a team of uh, 15 people uh, working since uh, the ten- tenure. tenure. So 95% of our clients are in France, actually. We just right. started to work on the UK market. So we are quite smaller than SEM Russian HREF. But I think it's uh, on, on some points we are competitors, but, but I think we are more like using their their data, you know, to provide the, the right data to our clients too. So the main difference is like maybe we are more flexible so we can just fit the exact uh, needs of the client okay. and agencies like as we are small so we're just dedicated to to the needs of the agency it's also a bit different from a solution that is a all-in-one solution and just distributing the same features for everyone so so it sounds like if people opt for your tool they get much more of like a personal sort of service and yes yes yeah, tailored sort of. yeah sure that's cool. it okay so how did my posio come about so back in the same agency where I was working, <laughs> uh, you know, my boss just said, okay, you have to optimize the, the, the performance or the visibility of the blog. And I was like, okay, let's, let's find some tools because uh, for sure I'm not going to type all the keywords in, in Google and check where, what are the rankings. No, that would so, just be too long. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I was just looking for an online solution because I was working on a Mac, you know, and, and there were no solution at all to, to track the rankings online in France, actually. So I just, I, I was still at school and I, and I just asked a couple of friends. I said, okay, let's start a project where we can just put the keywords and have the rankings. Uh, and now uh, here we are. Okay, so the last sort of question that I want to ask you about my Posio is, are there any new features currently in development which will soon be released that you can talk about? So we, we were constantly updating the tool uh, because we 
or just like uh, trying to f- to fit uh, all the, the needs of the agencies. But we just recently released a new tool called Keywords Master uh, because because just before you want to check the rankings, you want to organize, you want to find all the keywords. So it aimed to replace like Google, uh, sorry, it aimed to replace uh, Excel. Like right, SEO okay. are always using Excel for keyword research, categorization, collect the search volume, organize the keywords and visualize the data. So they spend too much time in Excel. Plus the tool is not dedicated to that. So we just created this online interface to, to do all this different steps from the keyword collection, organization, keyword uh, um, suggestions, search volume, uh, and then you can proceed with macros and and you can clean your keyword list. So it's way easier to start to work on on that. So it's just quite a new tool. Uh, We have found nothing like that. So I think we're going to have a lot of Great feedback from agencies and, and brands. Yeah, that sounds really because anything that can help save time, because in SEO, a lot of sort of time is taken up with the sort of like the reporting side of things, isn't it? And the research. So anything that can help with that, which definitely sounds that this tool does. I bet you listeners of the, the podcast are like, yes, I really that sounds really good. <laughs> Sign yeah. me up. So okay, I did sort of like because there is one more question that I want to ask about my my posio. Because you guys offer a free trial, don't you? Yes. How 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 can people get that free trial? They can go directly on our website. So on all the pages, basically, they're going to find uh, the free trial button. We have four different versions. So they just need to to find the, the right one. We have versions for companies, actually three different versions. So the prices are going to be um, different. And we have an agency version that is really dedicated to bigger uh, agencies that want to work with the tool. So for awesome. all of them, you have a seven-day trial. Just find find it on myposo.com. Awesome. Right. Is is there anything else that you want to say about MyPosio or are you happy for me to move on? No, we're just uh, uh, really beginning on the UK market. So any feedback and any test from any SEO guy will be really, really interesting for us. So awesome. uh, okay. if they want to keep in touch with me, I can just give them a demo and, and then we can talk about how to improve the tool. It's going to be really interesting for us. Lovely. Cool. All right. Now, obviously, this is a SEO podcast. So let's just going to sort of pick your brain on some SEO bits and bobs. At Brighton SEO, you did a talk about how to build better product pages to reach more traffic and have better conversion rates. So what three tips could you give our listeners right now to improve their product pages? Okay, so if if I take the the learnings back from the the conference, I think... uh, if I give them three tips, the, f- the first will be to to really work uh, a deep, uh, complete keyword research and include the reviews of their product in it. So, yes. as I uh, yeah, I, I said in the conference, and people like that, that you have to watch, uh, you have to to sorry, you have to read the the, the reviews uh, on all your products, and you have to use the same words and keywords that people are using to describe it. So, I think this is one of the first tips. Second one was about the, 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 the way the product page is looking because when you are playing with images, your conversion rate can be really higher. So let's try to 
to change, you know, the, the first image that is displayed. Let's write proper alt uh, to, for the images so you can, you know, have uh, more traffic coming from Google Images and, and sometimes maybe from Google, from Pinterest or stuff like that. Okay, nice tip there. Yeah, images are really important for e-commerce and, and yeah. the quality of the product page. Yes, most definitely. We're and, visual, aren't we? Yeah. We're visual as human beings. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And and plus, I said like uh, during the conference that people like the, the images where the product is in situation. So if yeah. you have a computer, it's like way better to see it in a home at the office instead of on a, a white. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because uh, then people can actually barrel. see the product in action and like see it and like relate to it more. Like, ah, yes, I really do need that. So yeah, sure. So it's conversion rates are way higher when when you are working on that like with images it's not only SEO but it's like part of the experience so I think it's it's good for the page and the third the third one could be the way you are working on internal linking uh, on the product pages it's like uh, we always use you know the 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 CMS features like people also like this kind of product or people are buying this kind of product so sometimes it's really smart but it's not the the best way to to work on the internal linking i think so the tips is like you need to manipulate the 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 internal linking and you need to be sure that uh, you are giving in rank to your main product so you can put uh, direct links on your product page to to show you know other product you want to sell and i think it's gonna it's gonna be way better for for the product page that you want to to rank in google better so that's the the third tips i'm so glad you uh, talked about internal linking because i think that's one sort of area that sort of gets overlooked a good few times do you know what i mean like obviously with people see the importance of external linking and stuff like that but internal linking yeah that's important to get right as well so so glad you brought that one up yeah, sure. Especially on e-commerce website, because yes, yes. Uh, when you have a lot of pages and a lot of products, you you are, you know, the temptation is like, okay, I'm not going to check that. I don't want to manipulate anything. I don't want to break anything. But internal linking is is really really important to prioritize uh, the pages you want to show. So oh. I think it's, uh, it's one of the. It could have been the 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 first tips actually <laughs> the most important oh no you you left the most important till last that's fine so obviously you were at search leads and you discussed how search engine results pages and competitor analysis can help you come up with better strategies in your opinion how can you use competitor analysis to create better strategies yeah so this conference was mainly about how to produce the, the right content based on the SERP and, and competitors uh, i think we are always fighting with someone different in all the different topics we are working on i like this example i will take the e-commerce again but when you are uh, selling shoes and and jackets, you're not in front of the same website, so you're not doing the 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 con- you are not you need to produce different content on your different topics, and the the search and the competitors analysis are uh, the starting points. So what your competitors are doing good, what they don't, what are their best backlinks, what are the keywords rankings, uh, what is the content of their uh, of what is the size of their content? Sorry, um, so. Everything is like way easier when you start with the best websites that are ranked. And I think you have to, we have to do, and you have, we have to explain that if you are working on a multi-product uh, website, you need to do all these steps for all your product categories. 
and then take all the competitors because you can fight with different guys on the, in the search. So this is one of the, the main things we are doing actually. And, and we are providing a lot of data for uh, agencies and both brands. So like one of the best thing to do. So definitely go and check out that free trial. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay, so in your opinion, what is really working in SEO right now? Whoa, <laughs> what a quite uh, challenging question. Uh, <laughs> I, I think with the, the evolution of the what is working actually, okay, let's say that actually what is working on, on what I've seen is like, really good content based on 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 SERPs but also on intent is like matching the intent yes matching this the the SERP the result in the page uh, because SERPs are quite competitive and changing so I think the content is like more valuable than anything because you need to to have the proper content that is answering the right question the right intent so Okay, it always worked, but I think right now Google is is giving more value value to the content. Yes, because Google's getting more and more intelligent, isn't it? So obviously, yeah. it's all you need to make sure that the keywords and stuff that you're going for, you're actually answering them, and it is with the right content. Because Google will cotton on if um, people are going on a page but they're not sticking around and coming like coming off and going elsewhere and google will sort of pick up on that after a while and be like okay this page isn't answering the intent so maybe they shouldn't be ranking sort of thing so intent is very very important i would agree okay so what used to work in seo that doesn't anymore i mean there's Um, a lot i suppose (laughs) yeah yeah the forums you know or something (laughs) backlink from the forums yes yeah i tried (laughs) Tactic, yeah, yeah. I think like in 2008 when I started, this was like the, the Eldorado. We were uh, on forums, creating profiles, adding some posts, and and yeah. doing some uh, dirty backlinks. Oh, I think I think like Google is like learning a lot from all the SEO strategies people just just used to 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 work on. So. And I think you make a good point there because obviously a lot of things that don't work anymore is because people used to spam it, didn't they? So Google has had to like clean up its act and sort of be more smart in in doing that. So yeah, and I bet you there's some people who have been doing SEO for like 20, 30 years and they'll be like, oh, in the good old days, it was just about Mm -hmm. as many keywords (laughs) getting lit. And yeah, and it's much harder because Google's more focused on the quality, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, yes. Plus, they are keep updating everything, and and they are really using us like SEO guys. Yes, as uh, uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. All cool. Okay, so I'm going to ask you to get your crystal ball out here. So I don't know how well you are with your mystic um, powers <laughs> here, but what do you predict will change in the next few years with SEO? If if we try to think about the future of SEO, I think we need to think about the future of what we're gonna, what Google is gonna display. Yes. Like if if, if we want to optimize something, then we have to think about oh, we're gonna uh, see all the results. And and the way I see it is like there's less and less results, like organic results in the in the search. Mm. So uh, we can we can say that there is a bright future and there is a dark future. <laughs> Oh gosh! Say that the, the, the bright one could be a, um, a sub where we still get clicks and and we have a or, more organic results because 
as I, as I showed in my last uh, conference, there's only 40% of the results that are organic right now Flipping in out. terms of visibility. So it's quite, quite small. Of course, it depends on the topics, but it's like very small. So Bright Future is going to be more organic results and more clicks for us. But honestly, I'm pretty sure that Google is going to change a lot of things in the SERPs, like showing more and more uh, direct answers, more oh, yeah. uh, images, more videos, more stuff that people use to to watch directly on this on the SERP, you know. So and uh, even yeah, and I I totally agree that especially on mobile with where your organic now sits is you have to scroll down quite a lot, don't you? Because you've got your ads, yes. you've got your zero um, your featured snippets and your your bits and bobs like that. So it is going to get harder and harder, and I think Google is going to make it harder and harder. But yeah, but then that's that's what you um, we're using like a, a borrowed space, I suppose, aren't we? So, mm, so, so for me, the the strategy and and that well, that's what I say in the conference is like I think we're gonna have more rich content, like answers, direct answers, images, videos, and yeah. stuff like that. So we need to work like that. We need to provide more rich content to Google. Yeah. We need to focus on images. With just, good quality, we need to focus on videos. Just we about to, adapting, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's like we need to adapt uh, to what people are looking for because this is the first thing we need not to think what Google is going to uh, say uh, or answer, but what people are going to search next and what is the way they want to see the results because this is what Google is doing, actually. So we need to think like like a guy that is searching for something yeah. and what kind of content we want to, to provide to him, what kind of content you want to, to, to use. So that's, awesome. that's the way I think it's going to move on. Well, yeah, your crystal ball was definitely working. I think that was very, <laughs> very insightful. Okay, so what's the best bit of SEO advice you've heard? I think the, the one of the best thing I I heard what one of the best thing I heard is like if you think you have finished to optimize your website for search engine then you need to just rethink because everything is going to change tomorrow so you just need to to keep moving and not think that everything is done so that I don't know if you if it's quite a, a tips but it's like one thing that I keep saying me is like it's going to move tomorrow it's going to change yeah. tomorrow so uh don't don't think that you know everything or uh you are sure of everything it's going to change so yeah just because you're ranking today and you you've done everything that you think it doesn't mean like tomorrow your competitors could do something to like wipe you out or there's an algorithm change so yeah, exactly. or you get penalized <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah i think i think if you're sitting still as an seo person or someone working on seo on your website that's a very scary place to be like you've always got to be that step ahead of google if you can i don't think you can but definitely ahead of your competitors yeah scary and, and challenging so yeah it's like there's always going to be results that we need to improve so we all are going to have work so <laughs> it's, it's quite good for us yeah uh, great future for us but uh yeah SEO is, seos will never be out of work <laughs> hopefully sure sure <laughs> and seo will never die so <laughs> Awesome. All right, then. Well, that sort of brings us to the end of the sort of serious part, because I did sort of brief you, didn't, didn't I, about the like feature section that we have. Um, so before we move on to that, is there anything else that you want to say or ask me nothing or really no? Okay. no it's really really nice of you to to have me today so i'm really 
enjoying it. Awesome. Me too. Me too. Okay. Right. So it is time for the future. And what I thought would be quite fun to do was test your knowledge about capital cities of places in Europe. Whoa. Okay. How are you feeling? How is your geography? Uh, You know, also like... I may give you a, a couple of um, French names because I'm not sure I'm going to have all the capitals in English. <laughs> that would be interesting. I would love to learn the, yeah, the ones in French. Um, but then I won't know if, if it's right or not because you could be like, it's, it's the French way. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, all right. So um, we're going to start off easy. So what is the capital city of the UK? London. Yes, you got the first one right. And then the second one, what is the capital city of France? France, Paris. Yeah. Right. Okay. Those are okay. the, first. the two first are really, really easy. Okay. <laughs> it's going to get a bit harder. Okay. Portugal. Lisbon. Yes. Yes, that is correct. Sweden. Hope you're not Googling right now. Uh, no, no, no. I'm just uh, translating in French, <laughs> like just in my in my mind, like translating because it's easier. It's like an association of two words, like Sweden. Let me just don't say something stupid. Okay, I don't have it. Oh, okay. Well, that was Stockholm. Okay, I, I saw it was Stockholm was for Finland, so I was uh, about to say Stockholm, but uh, it's okay. Uh, Estonia. Uh, don't don't have this one too. Don't know that. That is Tallinn. Tallinn, yeah, I used to know that. <laughs> Next one up is Poland. Oh come on! <laughs> um, it's ch- it changed. It used to be Krakowie, but it's like begins with W. If that helps, give you a little clue. Wrocław. Well, is that is that no. Warsaw? Yeah, it's like okay. Warsaw is like. Let me just check because in French it's way different. <laughs> I mean, it's Varsovie actually, actually for French. Okay, so that's you. Yeah. You getting that one then? That's it. It's really difficult, you know, because I know that. But as you're asking me in English, like I'm completely, I'm totally lost. <laughs> I'm really challenging you here, aren't I? Yes. I do apologize. Spain. Spain is Madrid. Yes, it is. And then we last one, Austria. Uh, Austria is uh, uh, Vienna. Vienna? Vienna, yes. Yes, awesome. Right, so I you got more right then than you did wrong. So you got... So yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's eight and you only got two wrong. Okay, but I used to know the two of them, but... <laughs> I need to practice more. I need to travel more. To be fair, you didn't really think that I'd be testing your capital city knowledge today, did you? No, no, (laughs) never. What that means is I have to do the forfeit because you got more questions right. Okay. And I've kind (laughs) of shot myself in the foot because the forfeit is whoever lost today had to sing their national anthem. (laughs) Okay, so you lose. So that means I've got to sing, like, yeah, the UK's national that. anthem. Perfect. Why, I've done this to myself. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to do a disclaimer that I'm not, I'm not a singer <laughs> in the slightest. Uh, and I mean, if you want to sing along with me, feel free. But I, I I'll will do... try, but I'm pretty sure I don't know it. Well, I had to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a good excuse here yeah, because as I'm not from the UK, I cannot sing with you. <laughs> good excuse. I do have to say though, it's quite long. 
Like, oh, I just thought it'd be like. Yeah, a, so you can do only 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Oh, okay. Are you, seconds. Going, are you going to time it and tell me when I can finish? Sure, of course. Okay. You know what? Like, we've built up listenership for this podcast, and I can just see myself now with this one song. <laughs> plummet <laughs> no one will listen anymore but anyway i will not back down on a forfeit and i will start god save our gracious queen long live our noble queen god save the queen send her victorious happy and glorious long to reign over us God save the queen. That that must be that that must be the time. Please tell me that's the time. It's perfect. It's okay. <laughs> I, I I'm quite kind of um, I want to know what the French national anthem is. Oh, it's uh, Marseillaise. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe I'll uh, Google that one because I won't make you sing it because that was the forfeit and that's just sure, unfair. Of course, of course <laughs> uh, but yes, okay. Well, that that brings us us to the end of the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much for coming on. If um, people want to get in touch with you or my posio, how can they do it? They can reach me directly on the website or they can send me an email. So as at myposo.com. Awesome. And yes, and for us, if you want to reach out to SEO SAS, we are on Twitter, SEO underscore SAS. I am personally on Twitter, Sarah McDuck. Me and Hannah on are on LinkedIn, Sarah McDowell, Hannah Bryce. And we also now have an email address. So this is quite recent. So it's hello at seosaspodcast.com. So please do email us. Let us know if you want to come on the podcast. Let us know if you've got a question that you want us to answer. Or if you just want to na- say nice things to us, please do. So yes, shall we say goodbye? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank, you. thank you again for, for uh, having me today. Well, it's been um, wonderful. Wonderful really to chat nice. to you. My first podcast, actually. And oh, really? So uh, really cool, really interesting. Awesome. Okay. Well, see you later. See you later. Uh, thank you very much.